we serve this morning. Isn't, isn't it good to just be in the house of God where you can feel just free to worship Him? Feel free to come and pray, free to come and sing, free to raise your hand. You don't have that freedom everywhere in this world. But I'm glad I have you here, aren't you? Glad I have you here this morning. We want to say, for those of you that does come here, you know how it is here at Elf. This altar is open at all times. Doesn't matter if somebody's singing, doesn't matter if I'm preaching. You feel the need to pray, you need to come and pray then. You don't need to wait till after we get done and the invitation is given because the Holy Spirit may not be with you then. So we just ask you this morning to mind the Spirit of God. Hey man, how many intend to doing that this morning? How many can say it's already been good to be in the house of the Lord this morning? I say it's been good to be here this morning. And you know, it's always to be in God's house with God's people. Hey man. Uh, you know, I'd rather take my chances in the house of God than to take my chances out there in the world. Because the Bible said the old devil, he's just roaming about seeking whom he can devour, who he can to destroy. He knows you. He knows your name. And he don't like it because you're in the house of God today. You know that? If you have your Bibles this morning, in honor of him, let's stand as we read from, uh, from James, from the book of James this morning. I realized that there's a lot of truth in this scripture here this morning. And James was writing to people back hundreds of years ago But you know, people has not changed much to the, up till today. But I realize our life consists upon one thing. And that's doing His will. Amen? Amen. If you do the will of somebody else, then that's not going to get you anywhere. If you allow somebody else to control your life, that's not going to get you to heaven. I believe today, unless you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, then you don't really know Jesus Christ. You may know who He is. You may have heard about Him. You may have read about him, but that's two different things. And reading about him, somebody telling you about him, and really knowing for yourself who he is. How many knows him this morning is our personal Savior? So James was writing here, and he said, Go to now, ye that say today or tomorrow, we will go to suicide city. Now, I want to look at this this morning and how many of us, James knew what he was writing about here. How many of us all the times makes plans, 
for tomorrow. We probably don't got plans made for tomorrow. We probably got plans made for this afternoon. We probably even got plans made for a year from now where we're going to go on vacation. What we're going to do next tomorrow, next week. But the matter, truth of it is, we don't know what the day he was holds. And so I took a text out of verse 14, if you need to know or write it down. James said, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the tomorrow. Does anybody know what is going to happen this afternoon? Does anybody know what's going to happen tomorrow? But see, we make plans of this. But James said, Ye know not what will happen tomorrow. Matter of fact, I don't know what will happen this afternoon. Amen. Matter of fact, I don't know what will take place before the services this morning. I don't know. Uh, Jesus may even come back. Amen. Uh, that would be a good time, wouldn't it, for Jesus to come back. Uh, we just don't know. You know, when we get up in the morning, the Bible teaches us uh, that if we can say these things, uh, but we need to add to it uh, if it is the Lord's will. Amen. If it is the Lord's will, uh, I'll be back here tonight, Brother Mike. Uh, but if it's not God's will, I won't be back here tomorrow night. We now have the promise of not even another hour or another minute. But people today are living like that they're never going to die. But the fact is, uh, the Bible said it's appointed for us all to die. Uh, and after death, the judgment. Amen. Amen so we all have an appointment with death. When I was a young man like these young people here, I never thought about dying. I wasn't afraid to die because I didn't have, uh, I didn't have enough sense to realize uh, that they were a place called hell. Uh, and if I'd have died back then, uh, that's where I'd have spent eternity. Amen. Eternity, young people, is for a long, long time. Amen. But you know, a lot of people today uh, is selling eternity out with Jesus uh, for a few pleasures in the world of sin out there today. They're selling out Jesus. There's people that I know that I loved and I still love, but they have allowed the devil to drag them away from church. Amen. Can I hear a amen? amen? And I don't have to look at another church. I can look in the church here at Bloomington Chapel this morning. And people that went to church with me, I went to church with them. We've cried together, prayed together, shouted together, rejoiced together. But the devil got in somewhere along the line uh, and convinced them uh, that they needed to go somewhere else and many of them uh, don't go anywhere and I know they're sitting at home uh, wishing they were here or wishing they were back in the church that they went to, uh, uh, Judy, and they're sitting there. Uh, but the devil uh, was got a hold on them uh, and he just won't turn them loose uh, and they will not. Uh, and some people are so stubborn uh, they can't admit that they made a mistake uh, and so they just rather sit there uh, and dry up 
amen, uh, and live a miserable uh, life, amen. Uh, life is too short uh, to let the devil or anybody else uh, to control your life, amen. Life is too short. Uh, my wife is not going to control my life when uh, it comes to my salvation, amen. I told her when we got married, uh, and I was going to church, uh, and then when I got saved, uh, well, she had started going to another church, and that was all right. Uh, and she had went there for a long time. Uh, and when I got back saved, and I got back, and I knew where God saved me, I know He saved me, and I also know it was His will uh, for me to come back home, uh, hey man, where I was used to go to, uh, a man growing up, and when I got married, uh, but she was going to another church. Uh, and when I got saved, and I told her, uh, I said, honey, I know you're going to another church. Church, uh, and if that's your home church and if that's where you want to go uh, that's alright with me uh, but I know where God is sending me to uh, but there won't be uh, uh, no separation if you go there uh, and I go there uh, I said I'll still love you just as much uh, but she said no uh, I'm going to go with you to church. And I thank God she did, hey man, because I believe that's the way it ought to be. But I'm not going to, if she would chose to go to another church, then that wouldn't have stopped me from coming here, hey man. Don't let somebody else control your life and where you go to church at. I don't care if it is. My wife will not control me from going to church somewhere else. Now she may sometimes say, well I'm quitting Bloomington and I'm going somewhere else. I'll say, bye honey, I love you, I'll see you when I get home. But I'm still going to come, Brother Mark, where I feel free at and where God's will is for me to be at this morning. He said, why? Because he said, now Jesus said in, in St. John's Gospel, chapter 14, 15, Jesus said this. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And if he's commanded you and put you somewhere and said, this is where I want you at, and he gives you a calling on your life, to do something in the church, then that's what God wants you at. That's God's will for you to be there, Brother Mark. And if you let somebody else drag you out away from that, uh, you know what you're going to live? Uh, you're going to live a defeated life. Amen. You're going to go to, you're going to go to bed wishing to God uh, that you was in the center of God's will, uh, that you was back in His house, that you was back home, uh, and you was back the way you used to be, appraising uh, Him uh, and rejoicing with the congregation uh, with their brothers and sisters. Uh, you'll go to bed uh, wishing that every night. Uh, you'll get up. The first thing you'll think of the next morning uh, is, I wonder what happened to church. Amen. You may watch on the Facebook, but you can just see so much on the Facebook. You don't see the congregation. You don't see their faces. You don't feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. Like you can feel it here, like I did sitting up here a while ago. Amen. That's why he said, don't book of Psalms. He said, it's good for brethren to dwell together in the house of the Lord. 
How many believe it's good to be in God's church with God's people? Uh, the Lord's, that's the way He meant it hit to be. Uh, I've had people say, well, uh, you don't have to go to church to be saved. Uh, you won't have to take a bath either, uh, but it feels good every now and then. Hey, man. We need to stay in God's will. And when we get up in the morning and we say our prayers, I hope we do say our prayers, because you're facing another day of the enemy of a battle. And we need to get up and when we pray, we need to say, Lord, if it's your will. You remember why Jesus thought this was important. He wanted to do the Father's will. How many of you in here this morning wants to do the Father's will? How many of you watching out there on Facebook wants to, wants to do the Father's will? Just raise your hand. We can't see you. Somebody else may be there. Don't be afraid for them to see you raise your hand. The only way that we're going to rejoice and have a joyful salvation, Brother Dean, is if we follow God and do His will. Now I'm going somewhere with this. Just hold on. But there's a lot of people who get mad at somebody, and I don't think Tony doesn't mention something about that. Get mad at somebody in the church. They'll tell the preacher, oh, I love you, preacher. I love you, but so-and-so said something about me, and I'm going to find me another church. You don't love me to start with, and you don't love God to start with. You say, I reckon I do. No, you don't. Because if you did, you'd keep on loving me. You, You may... Somebody may have hurt your feelings, but that was them. Pray for them. Amen. Go let them know that you done it. If you don't, you allow the next person to bind you up and take away your joy in the Lord. Those people will absolutely, good people will absolutely, Brother Dean, allow somebody else said something that hurt their feeling. Amen. And they will allow, allow that somebody to drag them out of church and to cause them to live a defeated life and all they can think about. And the longer you keep hate in your heart, hate is just like a cancer. Hey man, uh, sin is just sin is just like a cancer, Mark. Uh, unless you get it out of there, uh, just like an old cancer in these bodies uh, and you don't get something for it, it's going to eat and eat and eat and eat until it's going to destroy your life. Uh, I'm going to tell you, that's the way sin is uh, in our lives today. Hey man, but we're living in a world and we're being taught uh, a lot of churches today day, uh, if it feels good, do it. Uh, well, if it feels good in the Lord, then do it. Uh, but just, you know, I'm not talking about feeling good out there in the world, but they say just go out there uh, and live any way you want to live. Uh, just come on to church on Sunday morning uh, so we'll have a big crowd. Uh, I ain't worried about what you do out there during the week. Just come to church on Sunday morning. Uh, shake my hand. I love you. Uh, I put a good tithing in. Uh, that way, uh, uh, you know, I can get a raise every now and then. Uh, you just come to my church. I'll take care of you. Uh, let me tell you what. Uh, if that's the only reason you're going to church, uh, I'm going somewhere with this in it. Uh, you better stay at home, hey man. Uh, no better yet. You better get on your knees uh, and you better ask God to forgive you, hey man. Amen. There's too many people wanting to control your life. 
Can I hear a hey man? Amen. There's people out there that won't go to church and they're jealous and they don't want you to go to church. They live in a miserable life and they can't stand to see you living a joyful life and they'll do everything to destroy your joy. I got news for you. They ain't nobody going to take my joy, Brother Dean. Hey, man, I've been in the world. I've slived in the world. I was in the world. But thanks be unto God, he was submersible to me so many times. Hey, man, watching over me when I didn't have enough sense to take care of myself. Somebody had to take care of me. But thanks be unto God for his mercy that he one day called me in and dressed down and drug me up out of the gutter, Brother Mike, and set my foot upon a rock, and he put something in me that the world didn't have to give me, hey man, because the world don't have it to give, and that is peace and joy, hey man. I didn't have any peace in the world. You say, oh, I'm satisfied in the world. Boy, I've got the pleasure. The, the devil will give me anything I want. I don't care. The devil can give you the whole world and everything. In it, but he can't give you peace, hey man. Because that's right, it's not his to give. Only God, brother Mark, can give peace. Oh, yeah, I won't lie to you. Because a lot, most of you would know that I was lying if I said different. But there is pleasure in sin. You young people listen to me, boy. That's good. You yeah, they're listening. There is pleasure in sin. But let me tell you something. It ain't worth it. That's true. It ain't worth it. Because exactly. you know not. You say, you know, there's been a lot of young people, and there's some old people too. I'm not going to leave them out. That's tried the drugs. Because somebody's talked them into it. Well, just try it once. Boy, it feels good. Just try it once. And they tried it one time and they got hooked on it. They got addicted on it. And many of them died and many of them today can't get off from it. Because they got just one, one night of pleasure can destroy your life. It can destroy your life. But see, the devil's got workers just like... People think, people think, Brother Mike, just because they go to church, the devil can't touch them. Do you think that's right? You think just because you come to church, do you think the devil will leave you alone? You think the devil's scared of you? He's coming after you with everything he's got. You know that old song once again today, I'll face Satan and I'll battle him all the day long. It's a battle. And you can't win that battle on your own. He'll chew you up and spit you out. Amen, brother. Come on. But thanks be unto God, we have got the Word. It is a true Word. Yeah. It'll stand when the world's on fire, Johnny. Come on, brother. And thanks be unto God that He said, uh, reminded us, uh, He said the, the enemy is coming. He's going to battle you every day. Uh, but he said, you remember this. He said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. How many believe that this morning? Hallelujah. What a glory. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world out there. There we go. 
The devil may take everything I've got. Them and the government together. Sometimes I think they are the devil. He may take everything I've got. But Sister Judy, there's one thing he can't get. And that's my salvation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus told us, he said, whatever you need, I've got to supply for it. He said, I'll be your brother. He said, I'll be your sister. I'll be your husband, I'll be your wife, I'll be your son, I'll be your daughter. He said, I'll be whatever you need me to be. He said, I love you. He said, I will never leave you. He said, I'll never forsake you. No matter what you go through, no matter if the devil takes everything that you've got in possession, it doesn't matter if he takes your whole family like he did Job. God was with Job all the way. And I got news for you. The devil may take everything you've got, but he can't take your salvation. Amen. James said, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know a lot of things. When it comes right down to it, we don't know much of anything. Amen. But God knows all things. But there's one thing that we do know for sure, and we don't have to doubt. That Jesus Christ died for your sins, amen. And he died for my sins. And there's a lot of things that you need to know this morning. And a lot of promises that Jesus made us. The devil will promise you everything. But he won't give you nothing but a hard time. What the Lord promises you, God will never break His promise. Now we break our promises a lot of times. Oh, I don't break my promises. How many of us, when we got saved, we said, God, we, God, we'll follow you. God, we'll do whatever you asked us to do. Boy, I did. When God saved me, I come over and I said, God, I'll go, I'll do whatever you want me to do. God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Years to come, he started calling me to preach. I said, no, I can't preach. No, I ain't going to do it, Lord. I just ain't going to do it. I battled that for seven years. But you know, what God wants, God's going to get. So here I am. They want me to pastor a church. I know I ain't pastor. I like evangelizing. I ain't pastor no church. I ain't putting up them people. I ain't listening to all their gripes and groans and everything. I told the church boy, I said, no. I said, they said, you leave me without a preacher. They leave us a church without a preacher. I said, I was evangelizing. I loved it. I go scream at people all I wanted to, make them mad, and then I leave there and leave it up to the pastor to babysit them. Amen. It changed when I turned to be a pastor. 
Oh, I still got to babysit some of them. I finally got them weaned off my pacifiers. I don't got them on a bottle now. <laughs> Feeding them milk. I'm one of them preachers who likes a crowd. You know what I mean? You know better than that, don't you? Oh, I like a crowd, all right. But I like the right kind of a crowd. I said, I'd rather have 50 people, good Christian, Holy Ghost filled people. I'd rather have 50 people come to my church and worship the Lord than to have 500 come to church just sits and gripes and groans about everything. Some of these preachers look at me and say, Boy, I hadn't. You won't get a near bigger offering. If we do what God's will is, we don't have to worry about offering. God will take care of it. Amen. Amen. You know why? Because He said He would. You know why? Because He said on Philippians 4 19, He said, My God shall supply all of your needs according to His riches in glory. God's riches in glory. How rich is God? God owns everything. Somebody said, yeah, he owned the cattle on a thousand hills. I said, he just don't own the cattle on a thousand hills. Them's his hills that the cattle's on. He's got everything. Hey, man. I didn't know what, I didn't know what living was, Brother Dean, back when I was, I was out drinking and partying and running around doing this and being crazy and all everything. I thought, boy, I'm really living it up. Nobody tells Ralph Foster what to do. Judy, I've left here, left from work down there. My wife, tell you, I've left from work down there at the sawmill. I drove all the way to Edinburgh, Indiana to be in the bars till they closed 2 o'clock in the morning. I've gotten an old car, drunk and a skunk, and I drove all the way from Edinburgh, about 189 miles to my house, all the way back to Mary Jo. And you know I was drunk and a skunk, and you know God took care of me for years and years by doing that. Work the next day. Work the next day. I thought I was, boy, I thought I was something. I thought I could make it on my own, just like it old but when Jesus got a hold of me, I didn't know what living was. I thought I did. I thought, oh boy, I've got it. Made. Nobody can tell me what to do. I can go where I want to go. My wife can't stop me. My mom and dad can't stop me. Nobody can stop me. I can go where I want to go. I'll come back when I want to come back and I'll do what I want to do while I'm gone. And all I can say about that is, it's only by God's mercy that I'm here this morning. I don't know how in the world God put up with me as long as He put up with me. I'm serious. But He never gave up on me. My wife never gave up on me. My mama never gave up on me. Edith Simpson never gave up on me. Aunt Bercy never gave up on me. There's some old saints praying. I said, why? I'll be laid out down here on the lake Back then, drunk all night, me and Kenny Bright and Grandpappy and some of us, and you know, partying and carrying on. Come out the road the next morning, the sun up, and they'd be having church over in old Bloomington Church. And I just couldn't keep from looking over there, and I'd say, ah, it's a bunch of hypocrites over there. But you know, when I got saved, them hypocrites, I found out it was prayer warriors was praying for this old boy. Praying for this old boy. I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Tony spoke about a journey. We're just pilgrims and strangers here at church this morning. We're just passing through. Hey, man. We're just passing through. One of these days, our journey's going to end. It's going to end. And eternity awaits at the end of your journey. Either eternity in hell or eternity in heaven. 
And you know God gives us a choice. He gives every one of us a choice this morning. Either hell or heaven. There's no other place. And no, I don't believe in purgatory. I don't believe in no priest who's going to pray you out. When you go to hell, you're going to stay there. I don't care what you might think or what the devil might call you to believe. You know why I believe that? It's like I preached a message last Sunday because God said so. God said it's either hell or heaven. He said it's your choice. Your choice. Jesus said, I've, God said, I've done all I can do for you. I gave you my son and he died for you. I ain't got no, no more to give. I ain't got no more Brother Tracy to give. I've done give you the best I had, all that I had, I've done give you. Now it's up to you, your choice, will you accept Him or will you reject Him? If you accept Him, He said, I'll promise you a home in heaven. He said, if you reject Him, I'm going to promise you a home in hell. Just that simple. People say, Ralph, you're hard. The Word of God sometimes is hard. Amen? I can't sugarcoat it. I can't, I can't water it. And Paul warned us, warned Timothy about this time to come. He said, there'll come a time they will not endure sound doctrine. That's right. Not endure sound doctrine. But they'll go out and get them teachers having each and ear. Somebody, some little preacher, wet behind the ear to just tickle them. A lot of churches is looking for them kind of preachers today that they can control. Anybody hear me? If I die today, don't you accept them little preachers like that tomorrow. You find you want to preach you the truth. I've had people to tell me, Preacher, you're too hard. I'm going to go somewhere else. No, I ain't too hard. I've had people to tell, I've had more people to tell me this, Brother Dane. Brother Ralph, if you ever quit preaching the Word of God and preaching the truth, I'll find me somewhere else to go. I don't intend to quit preaching. This, this only thing I've got to preach right here. Amen. I'll find another book that I can find that tells me every word in it is true. But this word is true. But Jesus said, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? He said, It's even a vapor. It's even a vapor. You know, I ain't going to say this to hurt anybody today. I wasn't for nothing more. But Mary Jo, when I didn't know your husband, Chatter. I didn't know him a lot of years, but I knew him long enough that I loved that man. Me and him, Lewis, we had a fish fry. We were together helping Lewis, me and him. And I loved that man. And I heard that he was in the hospital. And God, we prayed for him here at church and prayed for him here at church. And then we heard that the Lord took him on home. And then we started praying for you. I know Judy lost her husband a few years back. And there's some more here in the church. It has. And my heart goes out to you. So that makes us realize that life it's just a vapor. We don't have the promise of another tomorrow here. Not even another day. I don't know what it's like to be without my spouse. But one of these days, 
me or her one is going to find out. She says, I'll pray that God will take us together. And that would suit me just fine. But if he don't, I know one thing. If he takes her, I know one thing. I've got a man that I can go to will help me live that I can depend on. Keep me going. And I know you people. I know you women. I know that y'all know Jesus Christ. And I know you know what I'm talking about, that he will see you through anything that we have to go through. He said, no matter what it is, he said, I'll go through it with you. He said, not just today, not just tomorrow, not next week. He said, I'll go with you even until the end of the way. The psalmist said, weeping will come in the night, but joy will come in the morning. We're struggling today, right? We're struggling. But I'd rather be a struggling for the Lord than I had for the devil. I didn't preach a message I had planned this morning. I'll get it some other time. But I'll preach the one that God laid on my heart this morning. Preach one that God laid on my heart this morning. As they come and get us all, I feel God's done with me. And I'll say to you ladies at whosoever will, church, we pray for y'all all the time up there at the church. I know, I know y'all struggling too. I know after Brother Lewis passed and, and I knew the devil was going to come. But, but you're going to survive it. You're going to overcome it. Just hang in there. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you may know of Him. You may hear Him. Hear it of Him. But if you don't know Him as your true Lord and Savior, then you need to know Him. You'll never meet a man like Him. You can go to Him with something you can't tell nobody else. You may not can tell your husband, your wife, you may not can tell your mom, your dad, you may not can tell your friend, but you can tell Jesus anything. And Jesus will find the right answer for you. Stand with me this morning. If you're here this morning and you've never tried Jesus, if you've tried everything else and you're still missing something, would you come and try Jesus this morning as they sang this song? Church, will you bow your head and pray? I believe God's speaking to some people this morning. Just bow your head. Let's not be a talking. Are you in a storm? I love this song. Not your storm. Not right there with you. You're not alone. Oh, you may be hurting now.
Roger Stone. Listen to that promise. I'll never leave you. Don't give up the battle. The answer is coming. Just hold on to Jesus, Sarah. Right out your stone. Right out your stone. What's right there with you?